1: This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week's episode is entitled, Going Off the Fucking Rails. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a very long time since a variety show has been done here on the Boochcast. And we know you guys have been watching, at least, or at least listening to, a bunch of classic pay per view reviews. So, at the time that we're recording this, it's the middle of June. But at the time you're listening to this, it's sometime in the month of August. Because, in case you're wondering why we're talking about something that happened so long ago on an episode that aired in August, at the time we're doing it in June, but we got so much other shit coming out. It's already pre planned that we gotta wait for an opening, and the next opening will be in August. That's what we're doing. Here, ladies and gentlemen, with this variety show, because we got a lot of shit to talk about. We're going off the fucking rails, and uh warning: this is not for the easily offended. Do not listen to this show if no. shit triggers you, because we keeps it real during the variety show, and that's Absolutely what the fuck we, we gonna do. And ladies and gentlemen, yep, 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 yep. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, joining me right now, hello, the man who was chomping at the bit to do this variety show, and he's got a variety of topics we're gonna dive into. Uh He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies Fuck and gentlemen, off. please welcome to the Bootscast. Welcome back to the Bootscast. The one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mrs. Zach Scott.
2: What's up, dude and dude? That's yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott, Gene
1: Lishmiki. I'm not broke, Mr. Vinny Bitchy, How you doing today? I am sweating like a Catholic priest at a Little League game. Best way I can describe how the fuck I'm feeling right now, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you all a little story right now. (laughs) What the the fuck just happened here? Okay, so, my boss has been out of town or is going to be out of town for the last two weeks. And, um, again, at the time that we're taping this, in June. And I decided during those two weeks, I'm going to work from home. I want to save money on gas for reasons we're going to get into later on this show. Um, And I just kind of wanted to work from home. So I didn't really leave the house much today, although I did have to get up in the morning to go mail out some DVDs, because we had a, you know, Buff and I had a fan that bought the entire Ar- volume collection, all five DVDs, so I had to go get those DVDs, ship them out to the uh, to the young lad who purchased them, and then I had to go run some errands at Quick Trip. I had to get some new cheese dips, we got some chips, so I want to get some cheese dip for that. Uh, also, I wanted to get um, some cherry vanilla Cokes, in case I had to pull any all-nighters over the next couple days. And, of course, I got two hot dogs because Quick Trip has kick-ass awesome hot dogs. Unless you get the ones with cheese in the middle. That's nasty as fuck. Fuck you, Derek, for buying that for me. Um, So that's another story for another day. Uh, but, of course, I got all that errands done. Then I came home, and I've been doing my usual work. Well, today I picked up Zach so we could go uh, do this variety show. And I'm walking out the door. And I realize as soon as I walk out the door, Jesus Christ, it is hot as fuck. I am sweating like Marilyn Manson at a Baptist revival. And as I'm walking out of the house, this guy, very nice guy, is doing door-to-door soliciting work. Uh, I'm not going to say the company he works for, but his boss is a prick (laughs) for making him do this. So we told a couple stories about working out in the heat because I had experience doing that when I... uh, Back in the day, before my uh, all my retail shit that I went through, uh, I had a job at John Deere Landscapes in 2006. I mentioned that during the Hell in a Cell pay per view review. Um, I used to work at John Deere, so I have experience working in the heat. And also, when I worked in retail, they would put me in the garden center a lot, and it would be hot as balls out there as well. So you know, you're sweating like Shaq at the foul line in these situations. So after having this conversation with this guy, I, I nicely, politely tell him that I'm not. That we're not interested in switching our pest control. But I was still nice to the guy. I even offered him some water. He said, no, I'm good. Everybody's been offering me water. And I said, it's a friendly neighborhood. You know, and he told a story about how he's had some people cuss him out and... One guy actually punched him, which I said, what did you do? We Were just talking to him? He goes, yeah. And I told him, I was like, look, I can understand. Like, if you're one of those salespeople that if somebody politely tells you no, you still want to pursue them because you think, you know, I can't take no for an answer. You're shoving a clipboard in the guy's face and you get punched. You fucking deserve it. Okay. But if you're just being polite and you're just doing your job, you're not really pressuring anything and you still get hit. Well, then the guy who hits you is a fucking prick. May he get hit by a car and backed up over. So... Anyway, after I'm done talking to this guy, because my mom quickly ran upstairs because she don't want to deal with this shit, so I didn't want to deal with it either, but I had to go pick up Zach, so I didn't have much of a choice, and I knew the guy wasn't going to leave. It's one of the rare moments where Bonnie's barking at somebody, and I don't want her to shut the fuck up, because usually that's what I'm doing. I'm usually sitting on the couch. She's barking. I say shut the fuck up, because nine times out of ten when she's barking, it's a fucking squirrel or a goddamn rabbit going across the damn thing. It's like, shut the fuck up. There's never anybody coming to the house that's going to attack us. I actually had a story about that with my mom where, like, she was, you know, she, I, I was like, she told me my brother had been out of town in Detroit for the last week. I had no idea because I saw his car in the driveway. So it was a good thing I did lock the door before I left. Because usually if I'm the last person out of the house, I lock the door. If I'm not, I'm not going to lock the fucking door if there's other people in the house. And mom said, well, 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 you need to protect us. I said, from who? I said, mom, we live in Johns Creek. Unless the women in this neighborhood are crazy enough to think that you're going to fuck their husbands, there's nothing to be scared of in this neighborhood. And my mom's like, "Uh, I can't even think of anybody I would do that with. I said, okay, that's good to know. But I'm just saying, that's really the only thing you have to worry about in a suburban neighborhood is a crazy ex-wife thinking you're fucking her husband, or a crazy wife thinking you're fucking her husband, when in reality, it's further from the truth. You're just being neighborly and saying, hello. Anyway, that I digress. I get in my car, I drive to the racetrack, I pick Zach up, Zach gets in the car, and he's like, dude, it is hotter than a bum's nutsack, which was great. <laughs> I like that. It is great. I like <laughs> it (laughs) so he hops in the car which and i realized i get my car it's 105 degrees and it only dropped to like 98 by the time i picked up zach but i got my car was 105 degrees and i'm thinking this not only is zach waiting at the racetrack thankfully he was he was indoors so it wasn't a big deal and i'm assuming the racetrack was air conditioned right
2: it was yeah it was a very air conditioning i also think i left my bluetooth speaker at racetrack too
1: Oh fuck! You can't be serious.
2: Yeah, so when we go back, we might have to go see if it's there, but I have a backup at the house, so it's all good.
1: Okay, good. Then I don't feel like we have to uh, cut. We have to cut the show off in the middle. No, this it.
2: it. is a Bluetooth speaker. Those are replaceable, and it was a gift anyway, so I didn't even have to pay for money for it anyway. So it was a gift from work for a Christmas thing, so it was all good.
1: Oh, cool. So you didn't lose money. No, but it still sucks. <laughs> no, it does. It does. It does. So I get Zach in the car. We drive back to the house, and we're talking about how it is. Then we got to get in the car. Then we got to get out of the car, get in the studio. So. Even walking
2: to the house was excruciating. Jesus, wasn't it? Dude, I don't get chapped.
1: Oh god, I I was feeling chapped, just walking like Jesus. Thank god I don't think I don't use powder. There would have been pancakes falling out of the cuff of my pants <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, this is going off the rails fucking thing, so let's get to it.
1: Okay, well, show it's called going off the rails, so we had to do that. So anyway, we do have a planned show in the midst of going off the rails. So, uh, Zach, what you want to get into first?
2: A couple weeks ago, or a week ago, we lost another wonderful actor, Ray Liotto. Yes, but he did die of a heart attack or a stroke. The part bastard
1: passed away from a dying. In sleep. Yeah, he died in his sleep. Was it uh? So it's just natural causes. That's what that's what happened. Uh,
2: don't know. We're looking up that. No foul play suspected. So it was probably he was 67. Yeah. So it was probably a heart attack or maybe it was natural causes. Yeah,
1: and he was filming the movie Dangerous Waters. They were in the Dominican Republic. No foul play is suspected, um, and she was, because according to his fiancee, who was with him on the island. So that's, so you know, obviously, uh, and of course, they're saying that the cause of death has nothing to do with COVID or a vaccine. Oh, uh, well, there's that. Well, cuz you got to rule that shit out cuz you know, cause there's always that situation where a somebody could actually have covid, but there's also situations where people literally died of something, but the media would immediately say it's covid to keep the covid scare going. So they would literally let... Like, I'm not saying a, I'm not saying there aren't people who didn't die from COVID. Obviously, there are people who have died from COVID. But they do exaggerate the numbers sometimes in order to continue to fucking scare people. Yeah, that's true as well. That's true as well. I
2: still see people wearing masks. Like, you do know this shit's not really happening anymore. But, okay, yeah. All right. But there's a saying I always want to say because of Ray Leoto. As far back as I always remember, I always want to be a podcaster. <laughs>
1: yeah there <laughs> is an, old, an, old, an old. Yeah, Good Goodfellas was a great fucking movie, man. Ray, and Ray Liotta was a really great fucking actor. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he
2: was. He was actually really good in a lot of things. Yeah, that he got
1: he actually got to be friends with Henry Hill, yep. which was really good. Uh, you met the real Henry Hill, and you know, Goodfellas was always one of those like that. If you really wanted to know about about Italians and the mob and everything, it was great. Like, it's a great story for that. You know, of course, Joe Pesci was amazing in that. Robert De Niro. They were just the great, the best, like. TRIO Yeah, 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 that's very, very, very true. And that that was when I learned something about the mob that I never knew before when watching Goodfellas. What? That the only way to become a made guy is to be 100% Italian. They said that, that's why they said, they said Tommy and Henry could never be made because they had Irish blood. And it didn't even matter that his mother was Sicilian. They said in order to be... Not Tommy, Jimmy. Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy, yeah. They had to be 100% Italian because they had to trace all your relatives back to the old country. That was the rule be a guy so that's why I went uh, and because you know, when I was a kid people used to joke or, or thought that my family was in the mafia not because we were not just because we were Italian but because we moved around so goddamn much I seriously in my lifetime I had moved 12 times and lived in seven different states <laughs> throughout my life. 12 times, seven different states.
2: Which one's your favorite one?
1: Uh, Tough question. Uh, it's a toss-up between here and Jersey.
2: Well, that's where you're originally from.
1: Well, it's, no, I've lived in Ohio. I've lived in New York. I've lived in Maryland. I've been in a lot of places. I just know that it's a toss-up between here and Jersey because in Jersey was where I was actually fucking popular. And down here, um, obviously, a lot of cool shit has happened the second go-around in Georgia. My first go-around in Georgia, Get fuck that, fuck that shit. It was nightmare. I was so happy to fucking get out of here. You don't even know. Mm. I was the only one in the family that didn't want to move back. Everybody else missed Georgia. I didn't. I did not want to come back here. But I was overruled. So I was coming back here. But thankfully, it ended up being a good thing. Because if I, I don't think if I moved back here, I don't think I would have ever had the career that I have now. I don't think I would have gotten to comedy. I don't think I would have done anything. Or me. Then again, there were some advantages to <laughs> going to staying in New Jersey, you know. There, there's some good things <laughs> that could have been <laughs> you, you would have met me, Elvis, Dez, basically the ten of us. Yeah, I'm I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm just kidding around. But also, people but people mostly, when they think of Ray Liotta, they think of Goodfellas. Like, he was in Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting, because I forgot he was in that. Um, he was also in Operation Dumbo Drop, which was funny as hell back in the 90s. Yep. Um, he did uh, Turbulence. That was a good movie. He play a psychopath. Oh, yeah. That's a very good movie. Very underrated. Uh, then of course he was in Copland with De Niro and Sylvester Stallone. You know, he did he was in Mupp I forgot he was in Muppets in Space. I don't remember hmm. him being in Muppets in Space, do you? No. Hannibal, he was very good in that. He was a
2: freaking Hannibal.
1: Oh God. I'll yes. never forget that
2: part where Anthony Hopkins was feeding his brain. He was actually eating that. Mmm, that tastes good. I go like, good God. And here's the thing. I watched that at that old military school. And I happened after that. That movie creeped me out. It will creep anybody out after that scene. And I had to walk down a dark fucking hallway all the way to my room. I didn't walk. I ran. I was like, fuck this time to go. Okay, yeah. he's not in here. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. Heart... I didn't have any nightmare I didn't have any nightmares, but still.
1: Yeah, I know. I also uh heart, Heartbreakers, that was good. That was yeah, that I was funny. That. That I like funny that. as hell. Yeah. And then of course, let me see what the other one was that I really liked. There was uh Wild Hogs. That was another good one. He played one of the the bad guy bikers. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh I didn't know he was in the B movie. Me neither. Okay, that's interesting. Observe and report. I remember that him Never and Seth him opposite Seth Rogen. That is fucking hilarious. Is it really? Is it that good? It's hilarious. Okay, he's a ba- he's an actual cop, Ray Liotta, and they go off on Seth Rogen, who plays a mall security guard who's acting like a cop. And the whole concept is they're trying to find this guy who's flashing people. In the parking lot, like literally, opening up a trench coat and, and like at one point he jerks off in front of somebody and he goes touch daddy's dick and the girl freaks out. Oh so they're now trying to catch this guy and in the and trying to catch this pervert and uh and of course no one the police aren't taking it that seriously because it's not like a major crime but to him it might as well be a thief. <laughs> to Seth Rogen it might as well be a thief. So that's a good movie. Uh, don't remember him. I didn't see. I don't think I've seen Date Night. Um, other than that I'm not not a lot of these movies that Ray us in I've. Seen Oh, wait. What's this one here?
2: The Iceman. The Iceman? That is actually really good because he actually plays uh, a mob boss in that one. And the story is he was uh, giving uh, Richard uh, Kowalski, a.k.a. the Iceman, a notorious hitman for the mob. It has um, Michael Sheenan in it, that dude always looks pissed off.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: him. He, uh, you ever seen Man of Steel? Man of Steel? Is that the Superman movie? The the one that's actually good, the Uh, fight scenes. No, I haven't seen that. He plays, what's it is uh a, a super villain is what the hell is his name? Lex Luthor? No, not Lex Luthor. Zod? Zod, Zod, Zod. Ray wanted to play Zod? Yeah. No, uh, uh no Michael she, Michael Sheena did. Okay. Yeah, not Ray Rayelio was never in a superhero movie. That's what I'm saying, because I don't see it I don't see it listed anywhere. Nah, and because he played because he played he's a he did a really good job as Zod.
1: Yeah, you just saying. And apparently, it was Big Papa and Muppets Most Wanted. I didn't catch that. Mm, I didn't see that. Yeah. And then, the, oh, he was in Hubie Halloween. Oh, I got to see that now. That's an Adam Sandler movie involving Halloween that's be ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to watch it because it looked too stupid, but if Ray Leota's in it, I might go check that out. <laughs> and then, he's done, let's see, he's done some TV. Uh, he's been on Frasier, he's been on Family Guy. The Rat Pack, Just Shoot Me, Saturday Night Live. He's hosted. Uh, it was him and the Donnas, I think, were the performers. He's done ER, Smith, SpongeBob SquarePants, Hannah Montana, The League. Ooh, he was in Phineas and Ferb. Hmm. <laughs> never got into that show. You never got into Phineas and Ferb? No. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Dez got me hooked on that. <laughs> it's actually really funny. Ferb, I know what we're gonna do today. Hey, where's Perry? That's a great fucking show. Um, and then there's a few other ones he's in. Oh, he's in Young. He was in Young Sheldon.
2: Played the ex boyfriend of the girl, of the grandma. Okay. He's in the it's just, used was just there for about maybe about a minute. That's <laughs> about it.
1: And he did Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto voiceover. And then he did Match on Broadway and he was on Lovers on the Sun and the Bloodstream music video. Okay, let's see, he won the uh, Boston Society of Film Critics Award for Best Supporting Actor, National Society of Film Critics, New York Film Critics Circle Award, came in third place on those, and he won the Price Time Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series for ER. And other than that, he was nominated. Like, he never never won an Oscar or a Golden Globe. He, that's sad about how, with how good he is.
2: Yeah, that's true. Very, very, very true, sir. Yeah. Well, well yeah.
1: Mr. Ray Liotto, this sucks. Yes, You know, at least he at least he died peacefully, and he was sixty seven. So he obviously he was, uh, you know, he lived a good life. You know, not not that he couldn't have done more with his life, but you know, he 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 he's legendary. He'll live on. Like Goodfellas is the one he'll be most remembered for, if for nothing else that he did.
2: And his greatest quote: "Far back as I always remember, I always wanted
1: to be a gangster." Yeah, I get to live the rest of my life like a schnook. You know, it's like I wanted pasta. They gave me ketchup and macaroni or noodles and ketchup. I to get out of there. She had great eyes, like Liz Taylor.
2: <laughs> but there's also another mafia movie that doesn't have rate in it, just to go off this, was I always liked Casino. Casino's very good. Yeah, especially that pen scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that scene. That quote from him, it's like, that's like he says something about Nick, if you beat him with fist, he comes back with a bat. You beat him with a bat, he comes back with a gun. Because if he beats you with a, with a gun, you better have one, or she going to keep coming back and back till one of you is dead.
1: Yeah, if you shoot him with a gun, you better kill him. I like the part where and then and then he like beats the fuck out of the guy and the guy's crying on the way He goes, "Oh, you cry baby, you gonna be a cry baby? What happened to the tough guy who told me to kiss his fucking ass?" And he starts Tell kicking my, him again. No, told my friend to kick his kiss his fucking ass. And he beats the fuck out of him. And then De Niro's just staring at him like, "What the fuck?" Because that's the thing about De Niro's character—he rarely lets shit bother him.
2: Not like Jimmy.
1: Yeah, he only the only time you saw him really lose his temper was when his daughter was tied to the bed. That's when he was ready to fucking kill her. Let you disgrace me, you fucking pig. Like, I just love that shit. You attack me. Dude, <laughs> we are vicious when we want to be. Oh, you get us mad enough, we will say the meanest fucking shit. Because at that point, we give no fucks. At the same time, Italians will be the sweetest people you ever meet if they love you. If they love you, they'll be like, they'll be like, Zachary my boy, how are you doing here? Come on over, you son of a bitch. We love you. Isn't this a great guy? Hey! Hey! Come on over, fix a plate for Zachary. Come on, get him a plate. There. Yeah, there you go. have some, let me get some noodles. Sorry, sorry we didn't de- boil them, but don't worry. They're still They're still nice and good. Here's the fork in the sauce. Enjoy, my friend. Why, yeah. why do
2: you take these plate
1: of noodles, you greasy fucking cocksucker? Is this Respect my grandmother's noodles. You just disrespect my grandmother's noodles. you fuck. Put that down, you ginger fuck. Look at me. Look at me. Don't you fucking disrespect my grandmother's noodles in this house. I'll bury you in the fucking desert. I'll make you dig the fucking hole. I will bury you so fucking deep, you won't even be able to crawl out. The only way you'll even be able to get out is if there's a sand dune monster that eats your fucking insides and then spits you out through the fucking sand and all they
0: see is a fucking skeleton with
1: red fucking hair
0: you can try
2: you can try it then i'm gonna kick your ass and take you to my backyard and make you eat an irish stew and i'm gonna sit there while you dig your grave while i'm sitting down there drinking guinness and james and smoking a big fat bowl you son of a bitch we just go off the rails here. That's, that, that, that's the title of the show, Zach. You have to but tell he, people we're <laughs>
1: going off the rails. If they haven't figured that out by now, they can't read. We're going to get letters. Uh, yes, thus the portion of the show. Reading.
2: <laughs> That's not safe between yeah, way but really, they're just not safe at all.
1: That's not safe. Here we go. we going to get letters. they going to piss us off. we going to get angry. But guess what? We give zero fucks. And I've been working on something for you there,
2: Gator Ricky Ross. Oh, God. And, 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 and here's the thing. It has nothing to do with professional wrestling whatsoever, okay? Gator Ricky Ross, you challenged me to a Harry Potter quiz. Vinny,
1: you have... You have Give the man about 15 seconds of how good I actually am at Harry Potter. He is over the top, unhealthily obsessed with Harry Potter. It's in fact, it's the one thing him and Desmond actually fucking agree on in life. If they don't agree on nothing else, and I doubt they do, uh, which we'll get to that. Um, they <laughs> agree on Harry Potter. They agree on watching the films. They agree on reading the books. I've often been criticized for not reading the books because I don't have the time or the patience or the energy to fucking read the books, nor do I want to. I trust Daniel Radcliffe to tell me everything I need to fucking know about Harry Potter, okay? I don't give a fuck about the goddamn books. Read them if you want to, but I've already seen the movies. That's all I need to do, okay? I stopped reading books when I graduated school, okay? I got my college degree. I don't need to read no more unless it's a fucking biography because I like reading biographies. Actually, there's one that I started reading a long time ago and I haven't picked I haven't picked it up since because I've been so fucking busy. But it's actually Jeff Dunham's biography I'm meaning to read that. But I'm going to give you one hell of a promo. It's not going to be here while
2: we're talking. I want to video chat you a promo and it's going to be epic and you're not going to like the fact I'm going to steal about three gimmicks.
1: All right. Well, that will conclude all the mafia and the crazy talk there for now. Uh, Zach, what else did you want to uh, dive into? Okay. In recent, recent months and weeks, we've been having a lot of shootings. First,
2: it was Brooklyn. And now, we have one in the same state in Buffalo, New York. And why right then it pulls up, and there, what I heard him. I don't know the guy's name, it's an 18-year-old white kid. Here we go, here we go, here we go with Carol. On May 14th, Jesus Christ, that's not even a month. Uh, on this day, uh, 18-year-old Payton S. Gerdon, or fuckhead, was charged with first-degree murder. He entered, formal entered a plea of not guilty, and he is charged with the death of 10 people. And here's the situation, Mr. Vinny Bucci. What? Color of the skin were these people?
1: Well, um, here's the thing. We'll, we'll get into uh, something here a little crazy. This this is a white guy who did this one. Now, uh, a while back, and I'm not gonna go into too much detail about this because we already discussed it on the last variety show that we did. We talked about the the Brooklyn shooting uh, on the last one, and we said we weren't quite sure what was going on. We were making jokes, you know, saying things like, you know, he white and all that. Turns out he was black. The, the, the Brooklyn shooter was a 62-year-old black man who shot up the Brooklyn subway. He was held without bail. Um, word on, I, I, I don't know if he's even been on trial yet or not, but I do know that that man would, ended up being black. So that was the answer to that one. So, so the Brooklyn shooting was a black guy. Just to clarify that, we were making, I know we were making funny jokes, but in all seriousness... The man was black, which shot both of us. Now, in this particular case with Buffalo, this is a white kid who shot up a supermarket called Topps Friendly Markets, which is a supermarket in the east side neighborhood. And this is a predominantly black section of Buffalo. New York. This is a predominantly black neighborhood. It was Jefferson Avenue, which is a predominantly black neighborhood. And he, you know, like you said, he shot, he shot like 10 people. Uh, There were 10 that were killed. Three other people were injured and he live streamed part of the attack on twitch but the live stream was shut down by the service in under two minutes so that's why before one of the things i've always talked about when we do like watch parties and shit like that is the twitch guidelines and how strict they are that's how fast they were able to catch what this guy was doing in under two minutes that again that's why we don't live stream the pay-per views on Twitch cuz they would shut that down in under 2 minutes. Now whether or not we would get a warning or permanently banned remain that that's up for debate cuz we're just live-streaming a pay-per view. Clearly this guy got permanently banned. If he didn't, Twitch is in trouble PR-wise. But here's the thing. If Twitch hadn't been purchased by Amazon, he could have streamed the whole entire thing on the Twitch platform. That's a difference. Because before Amazon uh, acquired it, Twitch was the wild, wild west. So he could have put, the whole thing could have, not only would the whole thing have been streamed, you could probably go right now, clicking on and watch it. Now, although probably they would have taken it down within like a month or so, probably the Twitch company, but there would have been a good period of time where you could have watched it, the whole thing. But because it's by Amazon and they have guidelines, and one of the guidelines is violence. They are against violence. Uh, that's one. That's part. That's a big part of the guidelines. It got taken down very quickly. And also, they're saying that according to this, he was he had written a manifesto describing himself as an ethno-nationalist. Fuckers. Which is a form of nationalism with the nation and nationality defined in terms of ethnicity, with emphasis on an ethnocentric approach to various political issues related to national affirmation of a political ethnic group. So he's supporting white supremacy and motivated to commit political violence. He voiced support for the far-right Great Replacement conspiracy theory in the context of a white genocide. So, let me see. It's a white national conspiracy theory disseminated by French author Renaud Camus. The original theory says that with the complicity or cooperation of replaces elites, white European populations... Let me pull this up real quick are being demographically and culturally replaced with non-white peoples, especially from Muslim-majority countries. So basically they're saying that minorities are plotting to get rid of white people is basically what this crazy, fucked-up conspiracy theory is. Now, I'm sure there's crazy groups out there that might have that philosophy, but as far as minorities as a whole, no, they fucking don't. No. Here's the thing. Nobody has this philosophy of wanting to get rid of white people or white genocide now and and second of all here's the other thing I, i and i guarantee you this if a white genocide is going to take place it's not gonna be from minorities
2: Mm-mm.
1: it's gonna be from other white people Jeez, did that already happen to my knowledge no
2: a genocide the holocaust that already tried to happen all the people are white but the people who were doing it i'm making your point were are all white
1: okay sorry i didn't know you i didn't know we we're going that far back i thought we met in america that's why i said not to my knowledge right. sorry i didn't know you i didn't know we were going i didn't know we I'm were sorry. going i didn't know we were going far back to the holocaust here i thought we were doing american stuff but okay that, in that case, you're right. So, yeah, so I'm just saying, it's gonna be white people that are gonna kill a, a lot of white people. There's no, to my knowledge, there are no black groups or Mexican groups or Muslim groups that are out to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some people might say, well, Muslims attacked, you know, all the other stuff. But first of all, they attacked America, not necessarily white people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were attacking America, okay? <laughs> it, when, when, when terrorists from another country attack America, they don't give a shit about skin color at all. They care about, are you American? You are the enemy. Doesn't matter what your skin color is. So obviously that's not the case. So it was described as domestic terrorism and the incident is being investigated as motivated by racism, which it clearly was. And apparently he was wearing body armor and a military grade helmet carrying a modified Bushmaster XM-15. Where the hell did he get that? (laughs) And a head mounted camera. You're a fucking idiot. Though which, that's what he used to live stream the attack on Switch. So he used a, a, a mounted camera on his head, on his helmet. He had a Savage Arms Axis XP hunting rifle and a Mossberg 500 shotgun. As he approached, he was recording on his live stream saying, Just gotta go for it. At 2.31 p.m., Buffalo police did a phone call reporting shots fired at the store. The first running officer's firefighters arrived a minute later and reported bodies lying outside the building. At 2.34 p.m., a dispatcher started informing responding officers of an active shooter situation at the store. And
2: it was yeah, um, it was horrible. He was motivated by hate, by a bunch of bullshit,
1: really. And he's luckily, he didn't get killed. I'm surprised that he survived. Yeah, but here's the message I want to send to everybody out there. This! is racism. To the fullest. This is the type of racism we should be fighting. Not jokes made by comedians, not from sitcoms on TV, not from shit that people tweeted 10, 20 years ago. This is real fucking racism. This is the type of evil you need to be going after. Instead of wasting time attacking people who use their words, how about we focus on this type of shit.
2: And other people's problems.
1: Exactly. And they said they, they, this guy was hard to shoot down. Well, duh. Because of all the body armor he had. And here's the funny part. At one point, the shooter aimed his gun at a white person behind a checkout counter and apologized and did not shoot. What well, so, uh, the? okay, right fucking there. Hello, you ding-dong dump cocksucking motherfuckers.
2: Hello, he pointed a gun at a white person. Did not shoot. dun 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 dun
1: Lo and behold, racism. This is what makes our race Look bad, so fuck you. So I'm just saying, we had a black shooter moment, we had a white shooter moment. It, it, so it's this is not exclusive to one race. This was race motivated. I'm not saying it wasn't, but I'm just saying it ain't just white people going crazy, apparently. And apparently two white people were shot, 10 fatally. Like it was was 11 of them, it's like 13 people, 11 of them black, two of them white were shot. So I'm assuming if a white person got shot, it was obviously accidental because this guy's not out to kill white people.
2: Yeah.
1: So if you're white and you died, you were apparently an innocent bystander because you were not the target and this is a straight up racially motivated hate crime like here's the thing like i don't care what side of the fence you're on if you're looking at this and saying it's not racially motivated you're a fucking idiot okay and this is coming from a guy who shoots down every boy who cried wolf racism story that's out there you have so i too but we can all agree this was racially motivated very true and it was fucked up all right so uh zach What's the next topic you got for us?
2: Unfortunately, we have another horrible shooting. This one's way freaking worse. There was another shooting in Texas. Oh, boy. Yeah. And actually, strange thing is, it's from where Matthew McCauley is from Texas. It was a, another. It was at Rob Elementary School. It was a school shooting, mass shooting, and in the death of 22 people. But the guy who did it also got killed. Injured 18, including the perpetrator's grandmother and a guy named Salvador Ronaldo Ramos. And that's anything, That's Spanish. So.
1: Yeah. So this year we had three major shootings. One was black. Mm-hmm. The other is white. Mm-hmm. And this is a Latino. Yep. So, I guess it's safe to say that we got some diversity going on. True. I mean, if you want to look for a lighter side of things, at least our shootings are now getting diverse.
2: Very true.
1: You know, because, you know, for a long time, we've had a long strain of, you know, white shooters, and that's just unacceptable. hmm You know? I mean, why should only the white kids be allowed to shoot stuff? You know what I mean? Like, this... I mean, you, you mean, we always keep talking about we want things more diverse, give more minorities opportunities, you know? Like, it. here we are. We're doing it. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, uh, if you can't get the sarcasm from that, that's your fucking problem. Um, I get it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it was horrible. Uh, he was
2: 18 years old. He had a, uh, an AR-15 style rifle. It, it,
1: Christ. Here's the thing. And here's the crazy part. is So, it was 19 students and two teachers and 17 other people were wounded. So 19 people died. 19 students, two teachers, that's 21 people dead and 17 others who got just wounded. And it was at Rob Elementary School in Texas. And he said earlier in the day, he shot his grandmother in the forehead severely wounding her jeez how the hell she live? i don't know i have heard stories about shit like
2: that happening before or is a big guy upstairs knowing i shouldn't be saying it but still that's a
1: miracle right there yeah i mean i think this is a rare moment where you can say thank god and no one's really gonna get upset over that but i have heard like i said i've heard stories about that before i remember there's this uh youtube channel called mr ballin i don't know if you've ever seen this guy but he tells like crazy about crazy stories about people that have gotten killed or people who survived killings or whatever and there's a story about this guy who got arrested because he they had to reports at a house that this girl had been shot and killed and they saw this boy wandering around the house he was a boyfriend so he got arrested brought in they interrogated this kid for hours trying to get answers out of him he's talking about different names of people he's being mentally like weird and he was like shocked when he found out the girl was dead and everything else. And then after like an, almost like t- like hours of interrogation, at one point the interrogator, the cop, inter- the cop interrogating him, makes the kid lean forward, looks at his face, freaks out, and runs out of the room. And he found out the reason was because they saw four or five bullets lodged in his face and head. Because hmm. it turns out this guy wasn't was was just as much a victim as his girlfriend was. But he survived the killing, but because he got so many bullets in his head, and his face, he was suffering from brain damage. That's why he didn't call him, but he just oh, wandered around gosh. his house. The girl was fatally shot. Mm-hmm. But the guy was just wandering around the house. All he knew, she was asleep. And it found out that he had irre- irreparable damage to his head from brain damage that could have been treated sooner had they gotten him medical attention. But he didn't. He was spending hours being interrogated by the cops. And so the cops were considered negligent in that case. So they ended up being penalized for that. Then eventually they found out the two names the guy was talking about that were friends of his were the ones who shot him. And his girlfriend. But so I have heard stories of people surviving shit like that. So it's not completely outside the realm of their own possibility, but it's rare that somebody would do that. And they're saying it's the third deadliest shooting behind Virginia Tech and Sandy Hook. Yep. And it's the deadliest in Texas.
2: Yep.
1: And it took place only ten days after the Buffalo shooting. And of course, you know, there people are talking about you know American gun culture. There's gridlocks yeah. in politics and law enforcement apparently um, failed to act. You know, after praising first responders shooting, Texas Governor Greg Abbott called for an investigation into lack of action by incident commanders. Police officers waited 78 minutes on site before breaching the classroom to engage. And police also corned off the school grounds, resulting in between police and civilians, including distraught parents who were attempting to enter the school to rescue children. Now, I'm going to devil's advocate on this one here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as a parent, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I, I'm assuming in the mind of a parent, I can understand wanting to go in and rescue your kid. Yeah. But if there's a shooter in the school... The cops are not going to let you in. No, they're not. Why? Because you're going to get shot. You're going to get shot. Because you don't own a gun. If you if, if you don't have a gun and somebody else does, guess what? What? He who has the gun makes all the fucking rules. That's why they say cowards have guns. Because the gun is the only reason you're able to get what you want from that person. If it was fisticuffs, he'd probably get your ass kicked. And, and it's also, I remember, there's this movie, uh, you ever seen the movie Righteous Kill? There's a movie called Righteous Kill with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah. And one of the quotes that Robert De Niro says about police officers, and i never seen the movie, but I saw the trailer. That's how I know this. He said... Good. He said, few people respect the badge. Everyone respects the gun. Like, a police officer will show their badge, and they'll be like, fuck you, pig.' The second that cop pulls his gun, you listen. You're paying attention at that point. And then, of course, now they're they're advocating for the renewal of, you know, assault weapons bans, and obviously Joe Biden's at the head of that. <laughs> of course he would be. Of course. Uh, others criticize politicians for their perceived role, in, including... In, in, Continuing to enable mass shootings, uh, Republicans have responded by resisting the implementation of gun control measures and call for increasing security measures in schools, such as arming teachers. They also expressed concerns about the politicization of the shooting. Some Republican senators, including Majority Minority, including Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, expressed an openness for a bipartisan agreement in gun reform, such as incentivizing states to pass red flag laws and expanding background checks for gun pur- purchasers.
2: Basically, you didn't need to be 21 to buy a gun. You're not a psychopath with a clean record and get beat okay they could buy a gun maybe just do this for us maybe all this horrible shit will stop happening so how do you feel about all this basically true it's like look if you don't want to sell to the guy then don't sell it Stop loaning and buying online too. I don't think you can do that, but still.
1: Yeah, because you can literally go on Amazon and buy a gun and assemble it. Like the, Like that's the thing people don't understand is that they try to. That and that's why the the, uh, the banning assault weapon thing is such a debate because just because you prohibit something doesn't mean it goes away. Nope. If you need an example of that alcohol. Very true. We tried prohibition. That didn't, didn't work. work. Um, they've prohibited pot. It's now practically legal everywhere. True. Because that they realized that didn't work. Nope. We've been doing a war on drugs for literally my entire life. And we're still losing. And we're losing that war severely. So I ignore like, it. The, it's the biggest L American has taken since Vietnam. It That's is. True. Like literally, like just because you ban something doesn't mean that people aren't gonna get their hands on. And here's the thing that most people don't understand is that nine times out of ten, the people who are buying these guns in an illegal way are the people who are trying to actually cause harm. Most of the people. I'm gonna say another nine out of ten. I always say nine out of ten because I always know that there's always a rare case where one more per- something back can happen. I never say ten out of ten on anything. I always say nine out of ten because I am op- I'm open to the fact that there are exceptions and shit can happen. Very true. Okay? So nine times out of ten, though, the people who go through the proper channels to get a gun are not going to go around shooting random people. They're just they're not. They're doing it because they either love to go hunting. True. Or they just like having guns. Or they want to protect their family. It's a lot of reasons. True. So there's multiple reasons why responsible gun owners go out and get a gun. And that's why you're seeing so much resistance from people. It's because the people who are behaving responsibly don't want to suffer for the people who are irresponsible. And I'll use this as an example. What? Drinking and driving. Stupid. Happens quite a lot. We got a story we're going to talk about later in the show. But happens a lot. We see so many people a year die in drunk driving accidents. Hell, we've talked on the show about Sonny, who got in a car crash and killed a 75-year-old. Now, obviously, she didn't mean to kill the 75-year-old, but that is what ended up happening. But yet, nobody calls for a ban on alcohol. Why? Because we know it doesn't work. And number two, nobody calls for a ban on automobiles. Because you could end drunk driving by getting rid of one of those. But there are still people out there who drink responsibly. Mm -hmm. There are people out there who are responsible drivers. Myself included. You're a responsible driver and believe
2: it or not, I am a responsible drinker. So I drink at home like a normal person. Now you do.
1: Not back in the day, though. No. I mean, you never drank and drive because you never had a fucking license. You still don't. But a responsible drinker, you have not always been. You're doing it now because everybody in the group finally got you to fucking wise up because it took you burning a bridge with fucking everyone, myself included, to... Fix that problem. Took a while, but it happened. yeah, it took a while, but it happened. You know, it, as as Herman from done what he used to say, better late than never. Right, I'm not drinking right now, <laughs> am I? No, you're not. I'll say okay, okay. Sorry for that. Sorry for that green tea, sweet tea, whatever the fuck that is on the floor there. But um, <laughs> my point is. Everybody calls for the ban on guns, and I don't think that's going to work. I'm not saying that, it's it, you know, and I'm not saying I don't want to do anything to solve the problem. I just don't, what I don't like is seeing extremes on both sides of, of any issue. And we'll get to that a little bit later on another topic but you got the people that want to ban guns completely, and you got the people who don't want to do any gun control of any kind. True. Both of them are incorrect. Very incorrect. Okay? This is what you want to do. You do want to do the red flags. You do want to do the background checks. But not only that, here's what I also think they should include in there. What? A firing test, which I think some places do. you got to be able to shoot, score a certain amount of goal with the gun, and be able to do it. And you can't have a history of drug and alcohol abuse. I'll throw that in there. Of course. Because, you know, and obviously if you are carrying your gun while under the influence, you should be handcuffed immediately. I don't think you should carry a gun to be under the influence because if you're under the influence, you're going to be irresponsible because uh, drunk people are irresponsible. I'm just saying... I believe in being more strict. That's what I want to do. I agree with that, too. But also, there's another topic I want to get into that really has irked me for a long time. What? They talk about arming teachers. And this is basically, you know, where people want to equip teachers in the education range of preschool through secondary school with firearms. Because in the United States, these are where school shootings are the most common is elementary schools and middle schools, sometimes high schools, but they, some people see it as a intervention. You know, teachers have a lot of, carry like for example, they have a uh, Pakistan and Thailand, they let, Teachers carry guns in response to terrorist attacks targeting public schools. That makes sense. Now, the problem is, the people who oppose this argue that, first of all, it's not the teacher's job to provide security, but rather the task of the government, as the teacher's employer, to provide a safe work environment. Another argument is that it would be a public health hazard, escalating violence and posing a risk to both students and staff at schools. Opponents state that teachers could accidentally shoot themselves or accidentally shoot students or staff. That teachers could accidentally discharge their firearm, but there are legal risks associated with improper use of firearms that could create a heightened liability risk for insurance companies. That a teacher responding to a perpetrator with force could be mistaken as the perpetrator by law enforcement, and the black student feel less safe around teachers due to armed teachers due to institutional racism, and that teachers could misplace, lose, not properly store, or have their firearms stolen. That's also now interesting too. Now here's what I'll say about this. I'm gonna go through each of these one by one. Okay. Army. It is not the teacher's job to provide security. All right, I'm going to say this right now. And here's another thing that I want to say because I've heard this response a lot, mostly from comedians and even a few memes on Facebook where they say, teachers already don't make a lot of money or you want a person that makes only 30 grand a year to carry a firearm? Yeah, I do. You know why? Because your job as a teacher is to protect students, not just to educate them. When that student is in your class from bell to bell, you are responsible for that student. If that student gets hurt in your classroom and you fail to act, it is on you. If the te- if, a, if 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 something happens to that student in your classroom, physically, mentally, emotionally, and you do not act, it is on you cuz you're the adult with ch- with minors. If you have a minor in your vicinity, you are held responsible. For that minor. It's no different if you're a babysitter. That's basically what you are. You're a babysitter with a chalkboard or marker board in this case, whatever the fuck it is. That's what you are. And your job is to take care of students. Now, if you hate your salary so much that you don't wanna protect the lives of students in your classroom, then you are not fit to be a teacher. You can get the fuck out of teaching, go find another job. Now I know some people out there might be saying, well, Vinny, you worked in retail and you fucking hate people. Yes, I did, and yes, I do. But here's my argument. I didn't have to go to college to work as a cashier. And most of the people that came into that store were grown adults. And the children who were in that store were accompanied by adults. So again, I was not responsible for young lives. I was not responsible for molding and educating young lives. You teachers had to go to college and get a degree in education. You decide you want to be a teacher. And most people who want to be teachers, they do it for two reasons. Number one, you're interested in helping children learn. You have a passion for children. Or two, you want summers off. Or you like having a lot of vacations. Because usually, when the students get the time off, you get the time off. Unless it's a student, unless it's a teacher work day, then obviously you're going to work. Or if you're responsible for teaching summer school, then you go in and teach summer school. You get paid for that, but you would still do it. Otherwise, you're off. You're done for the summer. Yep. You got three months where all to yourself before you have to go back to work. So...
2: Or they could just teach summer school.
1: I guess I just said that. Oh. I mean, you can't just teach summer. I mean, you can, but you ain't gonna gonna make a living doing that. No, you won't. That's like a part-time gig, okay? This is for a whole school year where you get a salary and stuff. That's the thing. As a teacher, you get a salary. You don't get paid by the hour. You get paid for the year, you have a little contract you sign, and you make X amount of money for being a teacher. And that's why most teachers do it because they love it, because they know there's not a lot of money in it. But you are responsible for protecting those kids, because in, in that moment, they are your kids. Now, my my thing is this. If the teachers don't want to be armed, get security guards then. If you don't want to provide security, hire security. Have people there To protect, I'm going to tell you right now, the worst thing you can do is have a gun-free zone. Because a gun-free zone is where shooters target. Because if nobody has a gun and one person shows up with a gun, guess what? As I said before, he who has the gun has the power. You're fucked. You're fucked. But the trick is to have people who are trained to use them. You you can have it, it doesn't have to be a teacher it can be the janitor have somebody there as the janitor janitor Bob janitor Bob let him and let him just kind of you know <laughs> you know and all and, and he's a janitor during the day cleans up cleans everything up shooter comes in Bob's like not today motherfucker mm-hmm. and it blows your brains out and it works and here's how I know it works because a long time ago there was a shooting in a church I don't know if you remember this do remember this yeah, remember there was a this. shooting in a church one of the guys that was in the church was carrying. Now there were still some people who got hurt because obviously the guy needed time to draw his weapon and get a clear shot, but he got him. And guess what? There was maybe, I don't know, three, four people maybe got hurt out of everybody that was in that church. He was able to stop it before it escalated. Now, could he save everyone? No, obviously three or four people died in the church. But he was able to save the many. And a lot of and it's that 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 uh casualty rate would have been a lot higher had there been nobody there to stop him. That's why police officers, when they show up on a scene and a guy has a gun, they draw their gun and say, drop your weapon or we will shoot. Because that's how you stop somebody with a gun, is to have a gun, okay? There's not a lot of Bruce Lee's and Jackie Chan's out there, ladies and gentlemen. Not in real, not like in the movies. Exactly. Like, there's not a lot of those guys out there, and also that's a fucking movie, so I seriously doubt in real life if somebody shooting at Jackie Chan, he's not gonna be able to bounce off fucking walls and dodge those fucking bullets. You're
2: not Neo.
1: Exactly. There's no Neo, there's none of that shit. So, you have a gun, you can tell somebody who has a gun, and these guys plan for shit because they got body armor and all that crazy shit. But that is something that needs to be done protecting the students. Now, should the government provide a safe, as a teacher's employer, provide a safe work environment? Here's the thing. That's how you provide the safe work environment. Have security. Because security. there's no other way to do it. This shit's going to continue until something happens. And like we said before, if somebody wants to get a gun, they will find a way to get it. You can't get rid of guns. You just can't. You can ban whatever you want. Somebody will find a way to conceal and hide guns. I know. I've seen people do it. Yep. I've seen people do it. I won't name names, but I've seen people do it. I have seen people with illegal shit in their house, whether it's guns, whether it's pot, whether it's whatever. I have seen people with crazy shit.
2: Yeah, same here. I was like, good God, do you have enough? He goes,
1: no. Like, what's next? A tank? Oh, I'll tell you a funny story. One time, my brother was hanging out with this this group of friends. He doesn't hang out with these people anymore, by the way. Let me preface that. Just in case you see my brother out with a group of friends. These are good people. I made sure they were good people. I was at his house one time. And these, and these dudes were like, they had brownies all over the table. I found out these were pot... Not only were these pot brownies, I walked into the kitchen when the guy was making the brownies. Mm-hmm. I saw bags on 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 bags, on bags of wheat. I grabbed my brother and said, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I said, dude, if we are in this house, we are going to fucking jail. I told my brother, we're getting the fuck out of here. We gotta get out of here. This is this is, this is is insane. Did he leave? Did he leave Did you? Yeah. Not right away. And that pissed me off. Because back then, my brother... My brother's a smart person, so it, it's hard to convince my brother of things because he was going through a phase where he thought he knew everything. So it was not easy to do. But I told him, we're getting the fuck out of here right now because if anybody sees this, we are going, just for being in that house, we are going to jail. Because weed wasn't legal yet. Plus, there was a fuck ton of it, so even if it wasn't, it might, it's either way. I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm not, it's like, okay, time to go. Because sometimes if you have like a little bag with you, then most people ain't gonna give a shit about that. But if you got bags on bags on bags on bags on bags, you're you're fucked. Yeah, it's all oregano. (laughs) I believe that's when me shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. So, now they're saying that it would be a public health hazard, escalating violence, and posing a risk to both students and staff at schools. Okay, um, question. What? How would that work with teachers? Mm-hmm. So you're saying the teacher could be mentally unstable. Well, if the teacher's mentally unstable, you shouldn't be a fucking teacher. Exactly. If you're not responsible with a gun, how are you going to be responsible with a human? That'd be my first question right there. Well, are, are people honestly afraid teachers going to go around shooting students? In this world, you never know. Plus, <laughs> I seriously doubt that's not going to fucking happen. But, if you're that worried about it, then that teacher needs to go. Or, make that a teacher who doesn't have a gun. Maybe designate a few people to have it. But, if you know a teacher's not qualified to have one, then don't fucking give them one. And may have, Maybe have them let them have a teacher's assistant who is armed. <laughs> I would do? Give them a TA mm-hmm. who is armed and responsible. And they'll pick up the slack for the irresponsible psycho teacher. Then again, some teachers are crazy because they're fucking their students. But anyway.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> what? You just made me about old news coming from the 90s, but we'll talk about it
1: another day. Oh, yeah. Now, some opponents say that teachers could accidentally shoot themselves or accidentally shoot students or staff. That teacher could accidentally discharge their firearm. Again, this is a little thing I like to call training. Mm-hmm. That's why you train. You don't just give them the gun. You teach them. Educate them. To me, it's like when a teacher takes a certification class. You got to be certified to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. You take certain tests. Make that part of it. Make them be able to qualify to learn how to use this. That's what you do. You teach people how to use stuff. We're not saying just hand this over on a silver platter. I wouldn't hand a gun to just anybody. No. You have to properly train. Hell, I know kids who are properly trained. Mm -hmm. Why? Because their parents taught them. Very true. Hell, I learned to shoot a gun when I was in the scouts. And they taught us all the rules. Where to check the safety. Safety cap on. Safety cap off. How to shoot, how to hold the gun when not shooting, how to hold it, hold it a certain way so that your finger's not near the trigger and you don't accidentally pull it. They teach you all this stuff. It is learnable. I and again, I was in the scouts. We learned how to do this. Now, that made me an expert on AR-15s, not necessarily. I would probably need training on that if I was gonna mm-hmm. use one of them some bitches. But Ultimately, you can learn how to use this. And if you're if somebody doesn't fa- fails at it, like I said, bring in a TA that knows how to use it. And if you're not comfortable with teachers, always get security guards. There you go. The only thing now there is two things I see here where the anti-arming teachers people make sense. I will, I'll get them two where I agree with them. Being mistaken for the shooter. That can happen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't deny that. I don't know how. I don't know what we have to do to kind of make that happen. Maybe do something where maybe you gotta wear like a maybe make the uh, maybe you make the teachers wear a uniform and you wear that uniform to school at all times. Hell, you always talk about wanting to dress the kids up in uniforms and fuck with their dress code. Let's fuck with the teachers' dress code. How about that? There you go. You guys wear uniforms. There's there's your answer. There's your answer. Put on a uniform, and you take a picture of the uniform and how it looks, and send it to the police officers in the district. Every police officer in the district has to look at what the uniform looks like, and they say. And to me, it's kind of like, and I'll use this example. Since people like to blame video games for shit like this, here's an example. Y'all you know, like in a video game mm-hmm. when you're playing, they always say like, Hey, here's what a bad guy looks like. Mm-hmm. Here's what the good guy looks yes, like. Red and green. Red and green. Shoot the red. Eesh. Ignore the green. Same thing here. Here's a uniform. If you see someone wearing this uniform, don't shoot them.
2: No, shoot the good guys. You're a good guy. Unless you're a bad guy, don't shoot your fellow men.
1: Yeah. Friendly fire. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, So there's the answer to that. You can put on a uniform. There's the answer to that. Now, the other one is now the institutional racism. Okay. That's no, no. Okay. Okay, first of all, the black students are not going to get... Sh- the, only, if the only way as a black student you're going to get shot in a school is if you bring a weapon into the school and try to use it. Then I can see a scenario where you might get shot in school. Other than that, the teacher's not going to kill you. No. Okay? Also, if you're so worried you're going to get shot by the teacher, here's a bright idea. Mm-hmm. Don't be an asshole in the classroom. <laughs> How about that? Just, just, okay. How about be nice to the fucking teacher?
2: Be very nice to the teacher.
1: Yeah. Make the teacher your friend. Be the teacher's pet. That's, there's a bright idea. Do that. Now, I do see one thing I also agree with. Misplace, lose, not properly store, have a firearm stolen. That's the one I agree with the most. That's, I, I'll give them that one. That is one drawback to arming the teachers. I will I will say, that is a drawback. I will give them that. But I think it can be worked around. How would it happen? I don't have the exact answer. I don't claim to have all the answers, but I'm saying that's the one negative that I would focus on if I was going to do this. But like I said, if you're not going to arm the teachers, at least get security and ha- and again, have them disguised as employees. Don't Don't let them have uniforms that say security. Don't do that because then they'll be able to map out what's going on. Very true. but just have them as, like have them as janitors mm-hmm. uh, have and make them teaching assistants. Because being a teaching assistant is not an insane requirement. The teacher does everything. You're basically just handing out papers and you're assisting the teacher and teaching the class. So have like a TA that's certified to carry a gun. Very true. And you put them at designated, find all the edges of the school and have at least one armed TA, maybe two, depending on how many classrooms there are, in each section. That way, you've got protection. This way, kids can be protected and you got people who are responsible with their guns.
2: But yeah, I agree with you on that. But depends, maybe not here or where I'm from. Maybe in a place where it's kind of like a lot of crime is, you just n- never know. But in today's world, like I just said, you never know. So are you done? Because I'm tired. Of time. I'm getting kind of depressed here. Let's move on to something. I I,
1: we can, minutes. we can. I mean, like I, we're just Jesus. hey, it happened in the news. We're talking about it. We're sharing our thoughts. But either way, with all these shootings, even with all the information we're getting and the jokes we're telling. We do want to, on a serious note, give, uh, you know, condolences to everybody out there that has suffered a loss during any of these shootings. Um, Losing a loved one's not easy, uh, but we hope that you can find the strength to move on uh, with your lives eventually once you've done the proper grieving. And obviously, hopefully we can find a solution here that works, whatever it is. Very true. Let's... Uh, I understand percent
2: agree with you, sir.
1: All right. So, uh, Zach, what's the next thing you wanted to uh, dive into?
2: Uh, the two top shows I've been watching on Netflix is uh, Stranger Things and Peaky Blinders. Really? Peaky Blinders with you, maybe. Stranger Things, maybe. I want to know why. Why? You're picky. But with this, it's not Aliens. It's more like, I don't know what the hell these, what it is, but it's actually really, really good. I mean, it's, acting isn't it good. It's like... Is it some of what they're playing d and d in it so some of the monsters like well I'm like, okay 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 and they're it's just typical 80's stuff it's really really good it's a number one show everybody watches uh, uh, a lot of people do it's like have you seen the previous season have you talked about it alvis likes it Desmond of course he doesn't you on the other hand
1: I'm not sure so sure well here's the thing and i'm gonna i'm gonna say this right now because this one that Zach says from time to time that really annoys me is i'm not picky. I just have preferences. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I don't have to like what the mass is like. In fact, the fact that I don't like what the mass is like is why my show is so interesting because I don't do cookie, cookie cutter shit like everybody else. Okay, and as far as watching shows is another thing that Zach fails to understand. And a lot of people fail to understand. I don't have a lot of free time. I don't. I work two jobs. I love my jobs. Don't get me wrong. I love my jobs, but it does not allow me with a lot of free time. okay. I do social media work where I'm creating content for clients. I work with Buff Bagwell where I'm creating content for him or helping him get ready for shows or taking him to the airport and doing other things. And I get paid very well for both jobs. They've allowed me to financially support myself and not have to go back to retail. I also do this podcast. I also have stand-up. I am all over the fucking place, ladies and gentlemen. I'm burning the candle at every goddamn end that is possible, which is why I have to be selective with some of the shows that I watch because I don't want to waste my free time. So experimenting with shows is not really something I can do a whole lot of. Usually when I do, it's because I happen to be hanging out with my friends on a rare day off, and I stumble across something. Like, for example, The Big Bang Theory. I used to never like that show or give a shit. I thought it looked dumb. Thank you, Des. And Des and I watched a couple episodes together, and it turned out it was very good. My mother is obsessed with this show, loves it. I do, too. I love that show, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, it's a really good show. Remember that one scene, one, that one club that you love so much, the chicken and rice scene? Vinny, you did so well. Vinny? Did the chicken and rice, and I'll, I'll be Howard. You want to be Howard? Yeah, I can try my best. All right. Three, two, one, go. Come on. At the very least, when she found out Leonard was
1: upset about
2: it, she could have backed off.
1: You mean like when a guy's upset because his friend agreed to take a cooking class with him, and then doesn't show up because he's doing a juice fast with his mother?
2: I didn't know you are upset about that.
1: Really? did you miss all the subtle indicators like me saying Howard, I am upset
2: okay, sorry maybe
1: it means something different in this country, back in India it means you're upset with a guy named Howard yeah, I said I'm sorry sorry doesn't make up for the fact that I had to make chicken and rice with this vegan guy do you know what vegan chicken and rice is? rice yeah, well, do you think I was having fun sitting around all night listening to my mother say, have you ever had so much in your life? Oh,
0: my God! You are such a mama's boy! Hey, don't bring my mother into this! You brought your mother into this! Stop
1: it, both of you! All this fighting. I might as well be back with my parents. Damn it, George. I told you if you didn't quit drinking, I'd leave you. Well, I guess that makes you a liar, because I'm drunk as hell and you're still here. Stop yelling. You're making Sheldon cry. I'll tell you what's making Sheldon cry, that I let you name him (laughs) Sheldon! What
2: got
1: him so upset? Oh sure, you can tell when Sheldon's upset. And scene. Scene, that was perfect. (laughs)
2: That was perfect right there. Yeah. I was, I was was like, you know, sick of this. This is actually gonna argue, except for the fact that
1: Vinny's not Indian. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true, but I can still do the voice, so that was why it was very helpful. You know what? Vegan chicken and rice is. It is rice. Oh, rice. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> 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 it was so great. It was great. And I will say, Raj, is, so far, has become the most interesting character on the show because, first of all, he can't talk to women mm-hmm. unless he's drunk. But when he's drunk, he's like the smoothest operator. <laughs> Like, oh my God, he can get pussy better than all three of these guys. True. He really could. It's just he doesn't have the confidence because he has that disorder because even though Sheldon is the only one in the group up until he meets Amy mm-hmm. that doesn't as Sheldon so eloquently puts it engaged in coitus
2: engaged in coitus
1: which I think is way better than sex like coitus coitus somehow makes it funnier I think I love that that Sheldon is so directed by the book he's well,
2: like, it, like like that part where he says like when I, uh, Raj found out that Leonard was sleeping with his sister Priya I was, like, I was like I was hanging out with Priya I was like what are you, why were you we hanging out with Priya and Sheldon's just bloody I think they ga- they were in coitus <laughs> That's the problem with Sheldon. He when somebody's lying. He just looks like no.
1: And I was like, you son of a bitch. Sheldon has this thing where, and this is why. I, give a shit. But not no. It's not that he doesn't give a shit. It's just that mentally he has some type of disorder where he se- tells the truth all the time, but doesn't realize that what he says can hurt other people. It, he doesn't get that. It doesn't register with him. And that's why people are even more pissed off because Sheldon doesn't realize he's being a prick. So they can't be too mad at him because he's not knowingly hurting people's feelings. That's just mentally how he is. Like he's brutally honest with Penny. And at times she wants to kill him. Leonard, he has to deal with this shit. He lives with him. Could you live with somebody like Sheldon? Could I live with somebody like Sheldon? Um, I don't know. He no, I couldn't live with I Sheldon. Like I could not know. live with Sheldon. Hell, I, would you kill. And I
2: can't even live with each other. We we're ready to kill each other. With, with what? Within the four days where we were living together in a hotel room, I was like, yeah, Vinny and I can't live together.
1: How did we? What do you mean we killed each other in the hotel room?
2: Well, I think the point we didn't stay with each other anymore. More, I think we would drove each other nuts. Probably, also,
1: this- but you have to also factor in we didn't spend a lot of time in the hotel, Zach.
2: I know, it was pretty funny
1: We went out. We went out most of the time. Now, if we spent most of the day in the hotel, we probably would have killed each other eventually. But it, it helps if we're like out of the house at some point. We 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 got up, we went, to, we got up, we did the grooming, we groomed, we, were, we groomed ourselves, and then we got up out of that hotel and we went out and did shit. We had shit planned every day. We went out and did did things, then we came back to the hotel. You know, aside and aside from your little rascal thing, you didn't annoy me too much. Rascal. Yeah. What the
2: fuck are you talking about?
1: When we when when I, when I'm trying to sleep and you're going. Vanny, who's your favorite <laughs> little rascal? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Zach. Shut the fuck up. Cause I know where he's going with this. I shut the fuck up and go to bed and he goes, Alfalfa? Or Boy, is shit. it Spanky? I'm like, Zach, go to sleep before I fucking kill you. And I finally close my eyes and he goes, Sinner, <laughs> I like, I think I chucked the pillow at him. <laughs> he did. I was like, fuck. I was like, Zach, go to. I by this point, we've been out all night. We've been doing fun shit. It was time to go. It was time to go to sleep. At this point, I'm just letting people know. It was time to go to bed. Zach is in his bed I'm in my bed We need to sleep So we can get up the next day I think we're going to WrestleMania the next day Yeah No that was the first night We were there That was the first night We were there <laughs> No because I remember The night before that I think your cousin came, I think that's when Jesse and her friend Came over Yeah Which was awkward There were there were girls In my hotel room And I couldn't fuck Either one of them Which is weird I'm, I'm sorry Okay uh, you, got, you got girls In a hotel room And I can't bang Either one of them That's some bullshit Nope yep. Okay I forbid it Okay, Zach. Mm-hmm. First of all, it, it's kind of hard to forbid it for reasons I'm not going to go into on the show because I don't want to be that mean or crass. I in the past. Okay, I was about to say like you can't, you can't really for uh, the law is kind of forbidding it now. Uh, and she was cremated So it's okay Yeah exactly I'm not I'm not looking to Go that route But my point is You know So that's where all That nonsense came from But I forgot where we were What were we talking about?
2: Uh, uh, just Big Bang Theory Big Bang Theory we're Yeah so big, It's
1: just a really good show It's a scary it show
2: I try I'm not gonna watch it And find like Okay you fuckers And it's now on season 5 And you
1: got 6, seven, 8, nine, 10, nine, 11, 12 7 more to go Yeah I know And it, here's the thing It, get, it It's good it, Like it, so it gets, far there's th- There's one scene so far it was in season three. That is hands down my favorite scene so far. Right. I found the clip on YouTube and I watch it whenever I'm sad because I laugh every time I see it. Right. And that is Sheldon in the ball pit. That is the best. That If you don't laugh at that, you have no pulse. You don't know Comet. Bazinga. Yes. And then Sheldon goes, Bazinga. (laughs) Bazinga. 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 (laughs) Bazinga. (laughs) Bazinga. (laughs) And it's the way he delivers it. He pops out and he goes, Bazinga. Then goes back down. And then he'll come out again. He'll swerve his head and go, Bazinga. And then go back down. And you see Leonard just struggling to go through this ball pit. Trying to grab Sheldon. It is perfect. It's comedy gold. Best believe it's comedy gold. It's comedy gold. It's
2: comedy gold.
1: It's gold, man. Love it. That's one show I've gotten into.
2: I've been also Peaky Blinders by the Order of the Peaky fucking blinders. Did buff- you see Butterfly show? Yes. He's. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Because when... I love Arthur, that's my character right there. That's me.
1: Well, the reason Buff's gotten into the show is because um, while he's doing the change or die, working with, um, with DDP on his reality on the reality show, from time to time he goes to the hyperbaric chamber for appointments to get his knee fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while you're in there, you're in there for a long time. Long. Uh, it can be anywhere from like 30 minutes, to like an hour, maybe a couple hours, depending on how long on what you do. They put you in, like they give you like an oxygen mask so you can breathe. Because when you're in that hyperbaric chamber, when they put it, it's like they put like to a certain psi, and it's like you're, it's like you're being in a submerged in a submarine going to the bottom of the ocean. But you're in a hyperbaric chamber, so if you, even if you, you can't. If you're claustrophobic, you cannot use this, because if you freak out in there, they can't open it immediately, because it's the equivalent to like opening the submarine door at the bottom of the ocean. That's what that would be like if they did that. They have, they would have to dial it all the way back, slowly bring the submarine back up, metaphorically, and then open it up and get you out. So once you're in, you're in till it's done. So what they do is they put a TV on. And while he was there, someone put on Peaky Blinders. So Buff just kind of binge-watched Peaky Blinders. And he told me, when I, I think it was when I was picking him up taking him to the airport, he said he was really getting into Peaky Blinders. He actually started liking
2: the show. It is a very good show. It's based off of, uh, off of uh, the family and not here in America, and England. That's why it's so good. It's not American. It's English. And boy is English. I'm not talking about the pishy, pishy, poshy, poshy, poshy fucking English. I'm talking about people who are like brawlers, drinkers. It's a fantastic freaking show. It, it's, uh, the head lead guy who's in charge is the guy who plays Scarecrow. Oh, you mean in the Batman Begins? Yeah, he's in charge of the whole thing. He's the lead actor. He's in it. Forget the actor's name. The uh, Clinton Holland. Murphy. Clinton Murphy. Yeah, okay, Clinton yeah. Murphy. He's always been a bad guy. He is a bad guy with this was but out of all the bad guys, he actually kinda has a heart. But he's actually, yeah, it's really good. Arthur on the other planet is that's my favorite character. Then you got Polly, he's she's like the aunt, she's like the mom. And it's and there you have their hands in everything. I mean, they go against the Gypsies, the IRA. Uh, I remember the uh, uh, Sam Campbell, and he plays one of the coppers. He was uh, in the Jurassic Park movie, the very first one. Yeah. He's in it, and uh, who else is in it? Doo, 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 doo. Uh, that's about it. One other person, maybe you know, you know the actor who's Scottish or Irish that has scars on his cheek. Ah, uh, no. You ever seen? You ever seen Gladiator? Yes. His servant, he's in it. He plays a dad and he's there just for a cameo. Okay, okay, uh, he's that just guy, a cameo. yeah. Uh, I would have
1: watched... never, yeah, I would have never guessed that guy in a million years. Yeah. Like, the only two, there's only two people I know from, from the movie Gladiator. If it's not Russell Crowe and it's not Joaquin Phoenix, I don't know who the fuck you are.
2: Uh. Yeah, well, there's one, the Queen, I know her. She's been in a couple movies, the Queen. But otherwise than that, of yeah, she... Blinders is fantastic. After um, watching Obi Wan Kenobi, I'm watching that now,
1: and that is it's actually good. I can't remember if my dad put that on or not. I think he was trying to, but Disney Plus was being all fucked up, so we haven't seen Obi-Wan yet. They leave off ten years. I well, it was ten
2: years, and he's Obi Wan's just working at some meat place. And is this like after Revenge of the
1: Sith? Yeah, this is <laughs> ten years after it. So this is so this is in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Is what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. So this is Obi when Obi because Obi Wan's like because I remember uh, in in Revenge of the Sith they had a thing where he said that you know they were asking where to split the kids up and they were gonna take the boy. He said to and Yoda said to Tatooine to his family, send him. And then he goes. I will take the child and watch over him. And they said, until the time is right, disappear. We will, because that's when um, Luke finds Kenobi as an old man. And the, so it's so it's from so it's in between that time. This is what Obi Wan's been doing. Before Luke found him and they went to save Leia, and she's in it as well when she's about ten years
2: old. And let me tell you something, that that little girl, she's got a mouth on her. You just look at
1: her, you just chuckle. <laughs> Wait, Princess Leia is in this? Yeah, at mm-hmm. ten years old. But Leia didn't live on Tatooine; she lived on Alderaan. No, no, no.
2: She's on. She's that they, they, they split away. They they show. They actually have it. Uh, she's a big part of the series so far.
1: But that makes no fucking sense.
2: It's Obi Wan Kenobi. He got uh, apparently she got kidnapped and. And the person, her father, her adoptive father called up a Kenobi to go find my daughter. Oh! Okay. Now we're making sense here. And guess who's also makes a cameo in it? Who? He's a bass player from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know the guy's name. Flea. Flea? Flea is in Star Wars. Wow. That's fucking cool. I saw, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I was like, no. I paused. I was like, I rubbed my eyes. I thought
1: I was was like, holy shit, that's Flea. (laughs) God, he's an ugly, motherfucker. That might be a motivating factor for Hillick to watch the show because he loves Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, it's, it's
2: it's it's a good story to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's really really good. After that, I gotta finish up Bubble Fett, then I watch Park Empire. Kirk. I'm not busy as you, and I like it that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, also, another show that I got into, uh, because I I had had an issue over the weekend where I was trying to watch The Big Bang Theory, but Mm. HBO Max was fucked up, so I couldn't watch it. So I went on Netflix, Mm -hmm. and I watched season two of this show. I saw the first season. It's Kick-Ass. And actually, Elvis and I were talking about it on the phone yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm. floor is lava you ever seen it
0: Mm-mm.
1: oh this is a good it's a good one okay for those of you who don't know this is based on a remember as a kid when you would when you would like jump on furniture and pretend the floor was lava and not of just course on it yeah you do that yeah that, it, that that's basically this game only the difference is it's an obstacle course and the floor is not real lava but like this gooey you know liquid that looks like lava but it's not like it's got bubbles and everything that's designed to look like lava and basically you have to jump across these obstacle courses oh, no, 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 no I'm good on that and basically like you see like if you fall in the lava you completely if you're some if you're, if most of your body is submerged in the lava you're gone but if you get like your foot caught they don't penalize you you're still in the game but and you got to go now the first season all bets were off but it was also designed to where if there was only one person left standing, you were fucked. You needed, you needed at least one other teammate to get across this obstacle course. course. So there was that. Then in season two, they changed it up to where even if there was one person left standing, you could still win for your team. But also, they, made it up, they also changed it up to where there were exit passes. Three of them. Because it's a three-person team. And you had each person had to grab an exit pass before they were allowed to leave the game. If you didn't grab if you cross without an exit pass, you you were disqualified. You lost. You could you you need an exit pass. So it forces you to go through the whole obstacle course and use everything. And it's actually a very fun game. Now with season two, they also changed it up to where the top two teams had to climb up a volcano. Now Zach, you're you're a big 90s guy. Yeah. Do you remember a certain show on Nickelodeon called Guts? Yeah. Remember that big-ass fucking mountain? Yeah. They had to fucking climb at the end? Yeah. It's kind of like that, only it's a volcano with lava.
2: Very, very true. And she's some of these girls you would make fun of, but also, I know how to do this. I know that back in my head, like a thirteen. okay, she can kick the shit out of me. <laughs> I was want to do, if I was athletic enough... Maybe, but I like the one where they went through the temple. Legend of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, that was my favorite one. I, I like that too. Yeah, that, that show that too. was actually good. Or the one where they uh, sat around and got if they couldn't guess the right thing, they got flashed on. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah was, Danny, the the guy from PEP, always got huge joy. It's like I want to slide. He literally opened his
1: mouth and the slime <laughs> was in his stand mouth up like this. Yeah, he loved it. He loved it. But um, see, those were fun game shows. They were. But Floor's Lava is like, and Elvis and I were actually talking about that. We tried to see like you know if we were gonna do it. What three man team will we pick? Who will we put in there for the floor is lava? And Elvis I, I Elvis immediately said he wanted to do it. Um obviously I think if I got I think if I got in good enough shape, I'm not in shape to do it now. <laughs> but if I prep for it, I think I could do it. Because I know if I if I get myself in shape, I have I have the endurance to do it. And we were kind of debating back and forth between you and Dez who we would pick. Cause, and who would you guys pick? Um, Elvis was definitely big on wanting Desmond on there. And I didn't really pick yet because I see a pros and cons for both of you. Like I, Because I think, I said, even though, you know, like I said, despite the fact that Zach's a pain in the ass, he's in incredible shape. So I think you could do it, but I definitely know Dez could. He's more in
2: shape than me. I'll, I'll give him that. Dez is way more in shape than me because he's not a smoker and a drink yeah yeah that's what i was like i was like, actually i was like you know what let's just join the team because you know what i would do i would be like i would not want to do it I was like that that, that sounds kind of lame i'll be in the audience cheering you guys on there's no way. I- there's no audience Well because I already Got hit by a car And I don't want to go That no I already
1: have Seven broken ribs And just how that looks No Yeah well actually The way that they Jump and land on stuff I can see You you protecting your ribs Is a big deal yeah, No uh, Seven i I've seen people minutes, do I've seen know. people do Face plants I've seen no. people Land on their ass Like to jump on These different items I, I was twenty something Years old Knowing me I was like Back
2: when I was Still drinking And still smoking I would probably do it Just, just for the health of it Now, I'd be like No you idiots Go ahead and enjoy yourself so like go team go yeah 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 this is
1: number one Vinny's number one pretty boy fuckhead's number one yeah yeah team go you re- you do realize though that if you don't that if you're not included in this you don't get a cut of the 10 grand if we win it
2: okay never mind that's how yeah. so you know that you're not
1: the 10 grand <laughs> be the would be coach the 10 grand would be split amongst me elvis and des if we won because that's what you get you get ten thousand dollars if you win <laughs> it's gonna be a more well, you have you, fun with that. You got but I'm just saying, so there's the floor is lava. So I watched that. Two fifty, two fifty. Then I try then I was watching uh Ricky Gervais's new special and I fell asleep during that. Yeah, uh not nothing bad against Ricky Gervais. Uh, I was just fucking exhausted. I'm watching the Leak and Lawyer show. That's pretty good. Uh
2: Grace and Frankie. That was actually not that bad. I finished the hell out of that. That was actually great. I liked. Uh, I like Frankie. Frankie was awesome. Grace is like. Uh. But one thing I brought up, and we'll go on to the last topic of the night because I'm hungry and I want to go eat. And I probably. Are you hungry, Vinny? Yeah, I'm starving, dude. Okay, well, so let's. Uh, not short and street but let's get this wrapped up because i got you a favor anyways is uh last subject here of the night everyone now has been watching online on tv and it's been all over facebook and i can wish do the song that gator did the fucking amber piece of shit turd against johnny depp he got um still screwed because his career is fucked but at least he uh 15 million dollars decided by two now if anybody wants to talk about this don't go too long over a rant and
1: Here's the thing. Zach wanted to talk about this more than I did. But I'm just here here's my take on the whole damn thing is justice was served for Johnny Depp. And I enjoyed seeing that because here's the thing that makes me so fucking angry is that when I see guys getting in trouble for crimes they didn't commit with no investigation, no due process, no nothing. Someone just has to say they've been abused and the flock the sheep will immediately help latching on to this alleged victim. And if you give any sort of criticism or any sort of, hey, maybe we should look into this, they see it as blaming or shaming the victim. Hopefully this trial finally made you guys that are like this actually woke for once in your goddamn lives. Because you find out later, Amber Heard was the one abusing Johnny Depp. And guess what? There are men who get abused in relationships by women. Well, Smith. We just don't talk about it.
2: No, we don't.
1: Because no one gives a fuck and there's no place to get sympathy unless you're in some kind of group. Plus, if a girl beats your ass, you're considered a wuss, which is why men and women will never have equality no matter how much they fucking strive for it.
2: Very true. Until
1: a guy and a girl can get in a fight and no one cares, there will be no equality. We're not talking about
2: movies or TV shows either in real life.
1: I'm talking real life until it happens. There is no equality. So keep dreaming. But I love that Amber Heard got what was coming to her. Yeah, she's. For she's being crazy. this horrible, toxic, disgusting human being. Very true. Who literally ruined Johnny Depp's career. Yep. Now, he got justice, but the yeah, damage really. was done. Yeah. Really. Damage is still done because God only knows if he'll ever work again in Hollywood, but hopefully he saved a lot of money and gotten a lot of royalties, so he should still be financially okay. He has millions of dollars. He's not going to be starving to death. It's Captain Jack Sparrow. Not anymore, apparently, because no, he no. got he got taken out of the Pirates of the Caribbean. I will not watch it. No one's going to watch it. Because you even if you recast Captain Jack Sparrow, there is no replacing Johnny Depp. And apparently, either... Cut out or limited, Amber Heard is either completely cut out or is severely limited in Aquaman 2. But either way, if she's in Aquaman 2 for any length of time, I doubt anyone's going to go see it. I, Desmond and I have made it clear, uh-huh. we, and Zach's now making it clear, we are not seeing Aquaman 2. No way. No, no disrespect to Jason Mimosa, because Jason is an incredible actor, and he has made Aquaman heterosexual for once. You know, No one's making any more Aquaman gay jokes now that he's got it, because he's made Aquaman look badass.
2: And women just drool over the fucker. Oh God, they do. <laughs> Hey, Drew, god the damn I was like, well, it's like, why? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Look at the dude! I even look. I was like, good god! I wish I was you sometimes. But that's about he can act. But he also, out of all of them, Chris Hemsworth cracks me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah but you could ask Thor I know you don't like these with bad Thor just He just has a sense of humor A superhero actually has a sense of humor to a certain extent Well playing of superheroes have had sense of humor Batman has no sense of humor He does It's just very dry Spider-Man has a better sense of humor Yes I agree with Deadpool movie you would actually, Deadpool has a sense of humor that's better than Thor's. Uh, just imagine the conversation between Thor and Deadpool That'd be pretty funny Oh yeah. yeah Deadpool could try to hit him but you gotta realize one thing about Thor He's a god like, Deadpool is basically Absolutely, like Hawkeye. The, Thor, Thor, the other just goes like it goes. Can't kill him, just goes.
1: Yeah, mmm, just tosses him. Yeah, but he, but Deadpool can't be killed, so it's that's like, true. So, Neither can him. I'm so saying. Deadpool cannot kill Thor either. Yeah, I know. But there is one thing he can do to Thor. What? Cock shot.
2: <laughs> oh, party with Thor is like, Oh, your poor wife, Dad. <laughs> now I would do to you what Led Biscuit did to move in the late nineties. Fuck
0: you! <laughs> hey. Fuck you! You go to hell! You go to hell and you die!
2: Frequently kicks the shit out of Breakstuff's ass any day, any place, anywhere.
1: Yeah, well, Breakstuff's a hell of a lot better oh, than... <laughs> no, no, no. That's what you get, Mr. Fucker. Oh.
2: Ha uh-huh. ha, karma Twisted transit Hey, actually, believe it or not You want to go see them live? Go see him live. But otherwise than that Yeah, justice for Johnny Depp Maybe one day we'll see him in the movie And I don't know uh, What they should do Is I hate to say this is about Johnny Depp About uh, his character, Jack Sparrow Like, say that they, Jack Sparrow finally dies He can't come back Maybe he has a brother out there who's just like him or maybe a little different. But they see, like, the new judge is such as I'll be like, fuck you, no. I'll, I'll, I'll go on Facebook and I'll even go on my Twitter. It's like, I'm not
1: seeing Pirates of the Day campaign without Johnny Depp, you fucking assholes. Or, I, I, yeah, they, they'll have to kill off Jack Sparrows now. Maybe have somebody come in like a Jack Sparrow costume that kind of looks like a Johnny Depp impersonator. <clears throat> or hopefully, if he, if whoever this
2: person is, they, you realize you, you, you're gonna, if you fuck up, you're gonna, you're screwed. Your is
1: gonna totally tank. <laughs> but I'm saying they can just bring somebody in for that, and then have like a scene where he gets killed off. Like I thought they were gonna do a Paul Walker in the Fast movie. They were gonna have a scene where maybe Brian gets crashed or something, or shot or something, and they kill off the character instead of having him just drive off into the sunset and God knows what the fuck they're gonna do. I thought that would have been a better way to, like, you know, give the give him a hero's death, you know? He makes that sacrifice for the good of the team. Well, with the technology, maybe do a hologram of the guy. Yeah, but then you have to speak. Holograms don't
2: really talk. Do they? Yeah, they can as long as you're there, but they just do some about oh, maybe just have them, like a hologram just wave him away and he disappears. Then...
1: Well they did that with the driving scene at the end. Like they had Paul Walker's brother, but they kind of CGI'd like the, his Paul Walker's face on him, and they did that drive off at the end. And then they and then they kinda of separate because Brian and uh his you know Brian and his wife, you know, Dom's sister, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, Mia Mia, they were pretty much leaving to go raise their kids and they weren't Gonna be part of this crazy gang anymore. They weren't, you know. That's why they were. They weren't in Fast Eight, to my knowledge, and they weren't in Fast Nine. So that's why they were able to move on from that. And now they're trying to make a Fast Ten. It's gonna be the last one. And apparently, I've heard they're trying to get The Rock to come back, but The Rock doesn't want to. No, so he and ben Diesel have a problem. No, it's Tyrese Gibson that has a problem. No, he has a problem with ben Diesel too. Uh-huh. Vin's trying to bury the hatchet, but The Rock's not buying it. Or he was buying it, but he felt like he was being manipulative or something and didn't want to do it. Uh, I don't it's know, it's weird. But, but <laughs> those two together had a hell of a fight scene The Rock and Vin
2: Diesel. Eh, it wasn't that bad. I lost, saw the last one with John Cena. I was actually impressed with John Cena. I was like, John Cena's actually playing the bad guy. Holy shit. But the main bag is Charlie Serena in that movie. She's ruthless, let's say, there you go. There you, now you have a villain. we we'll yeah. see. Hopefully, maybe she gets dealt with at the end of a Are you going to see it? Not in theaters. I might wait for a couple of months to let it come stream on. I still haven't seen the new Doctor Strange movie yet. I'm going to wait till I can stream it on Disney. On yeah. Movie. I'm not paying movies. <coughs> but before we wrap this up there, ladies and gentlemen, there is one movie we have to go see there, Vinny. I know.
1: I know. Just is say it. It's an Elvis Presley movie. I know. Zach has not shut up about this film by the way, ladies and gentlemen. It looks good. We're going to see it in theaters. I I also there's another movie I really want to see in theaters. I want to see the Top Gun movie. I have not seen it yet, but I desperately want to. Mm-hmm. So to so I'm saying at some point I would love to see that movie. I think we should go see that. I mean, you know, I mean, have you seen You seen the first one, right? Of course I have. Make you a deal.
2: Yeah. If I'm forced to go see Top Gun, yeah, I, you have to buy my ticket. But if you do that, I'll buy you a special one. All right. Deal? Let's All do right. that. Let's do that. See? See? That's how easy this is. And later tonight, night, yes, i want to buy you something because you bought it last time for me. Thank
1: you. All right. Well, uh, I did have some other First topics I wanted to get into, but I know there's some stuff I still going to get into later, but you know what? We're going to save them for the next time.
2: Uh
1: uh We're gonna save some of this shit for the next time. And that's got... gonna
2: be a long 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 time.
1: Well, whenever we're available to we'll do this again. Like I said, this we're recording this in June. It's not coming out till August. Yeah, exactly. So obviously long. we got time to do another one. To do another one. And like I said, whatever we didn't get to, we can put on the next one. Because there's a few topics we didn't get to that we are gonna get to.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. But always look out there, guys, <laughs> to listen to us uh recap NXT and recap
1: AEW. Yes, so be on the lookout for our NXT and AEW recaps coming every week and of course yep. the pay-per-view reviews we still got oh yeah we so do. we're going to be bringing those out as well so yes sir yes sir yes sir three bags full. yes so we'll wrap up the boostcast for uh, this week or this episode here so uh, Zach as always thank you for taking time and busy schedule uh, and joining us well not really busy I was off today
2: I'm yeah tomorrow <laughs> too so uh, tomorrow I'll
1: probably be sitting in the, in
2: the hot house under the shade of tree what do you think I'm gonna be doing tomorrow?
1: Uh well you're off, so you're probably gonna be uh Oh yeah, you're gonna be drinking till your heart's discontent. Hey, at least I don't call you when I'm shit faced drunk anymore, do I? God, thank God. I hate I hated those conversations. I hated good. those conversations. It's like, hey Vinny, hey, um hey, I got a question. Was I got a question for you. What's that? Um if I was to put this dress on, do you think I'd look pretty? Zach, why are you even asking me this? And where did you where did you get a dress? That's not important. Don't ask questions. Just answer it. Here, I'm gonna put the dress on. I'm gonna send you a picture. Zach, Zach, don't don't send me a picture. I don't wanna see a picture with you in the dress. It's it's gotta be Oh, Where back. the hell are you coming up with this? I, I don't know why you wanted to send me it. pictures of you in a dress. Man, I don't know creepy. why or
2: you even... I never said that at all. All I did was start uh, yelling and screaming. I beg to differ. You I know, never was, said I was going to power what I look like in a dress. Yeah, you were curious, and I, I answered the question for you. I've been drunk, but I've never been that drunk. Are you sure? Very
1: fucking sure. I don't know. Don't bite me. <laughs> that's what you said when you were in the dress. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys uh, follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Breaker. Breaker. Google Podcasts.
2: Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio.
1: Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash theboochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at theboochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Check out our YouTube channel for our YouTube content, our exclusive video content, and of course, Hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified on when future content will be posted. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash bootcast That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, November the 26th for WWE Survivor Series. That's right, the Survivor Series taking place in Boston, Mass., at the Garden. And of course, you know, we'll be live at 8 p.m. on Twitch with a bootleg link for you to check out if you don't have a Peacock subscription so you can watch the pay-per-view and follow along with us. And like last time, we got two options for it. Option A, we'll either do one from... Winston-Salem, because uh, Buff and I will be there that weekend for a Wrestlecade. We're doing something special with the American Males. You can purchase your tickets at MarcusBuffBagwell.com. And, of course, you can either join us there, or if we don't do it, my buddies here in Georgia. The team will be doing one as well if we're not able to, so they'll just jump in and take care of that. So either way, we will have a watch party for you on Saturday, November the 26th. Also, we have our live d d show coming. We got our Boochcast booking battle and that special piece of content that if I haven't gotten to it by the time you're listening to this episode, chances are going to wait a little bit longer, but hopefully I've gotten to this point very, very soon. That actually reminds me, I may need Zach to do something after this recording, but make sure you guys support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. Come support the Boochcast, support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels you can donate at. Our first level is for 99 cents per month. This is for people who don't have a lot of money to spend but still want to help us out, you know, because obviously we know there's a lot of hardworking men and women out there. We know you guys don't have... A lot of money to spend on stuff. So we would never ask you guys to break the bank or sacrifice a payment or feel pressured or obligated to give us money that you don't have. So if all you can do is listen to the show and spread the link to everyone you know, you're still helping us out and you're still helping us grow and we love you. But if you got some extra spending cash and you want to help us out, the 99 cents level is for you. Why is that? It's only 99 cents. You're not gonna miss it but it'll still help us because every little bit helps the Boochcast grow, evolve, and thrive. We also have the second level you can donate at, which is for $4.99 per month. The same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Everything sold to the Peacock, you got where to put that $9.99. So take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. The option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. Now the best part is, all the money that we raise goes back into this show. In some capacity, we use it to upgrade our equipment, we use it to bring in bigger named guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co host and you believe they're going to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the remaining money to feed uh, this. Crazy gentleman here, his ramen noodles. He will starve without them, ladies and gentlemen. And we try. Oh God, we're trying. I try. I swear to God, I Your try. You motherfucker,
2: you are such. God, stupid. we're
1: trying. We are so Shit. trying so hard to get this man laid. It is the hardest thing we've ever had to do, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. This la-ya, is a la-ya, challenge la-ya, la-ya. La-ya, la-ya, of, la-ya, of the, This is a challenge amongst the masses. We are really, really trying here. He is so difficult and so picky and so does not have the balls to
0: close the deal.
1: But we're trying. So until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, Pizza, baby. baby. Well I see by the clock on a
0: wall that it's time to bid you one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long, farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu, be good, be good. stay well, bye bye, keep warm, relax, and eat, e- take care, stay loose, adieu, you, i a la goodbye till when we meet again.